the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to a special presentation of the Roger Franklin Williams Show. The traveling Vietnam Memorial Wall comes to Kitland Nelson Park. And now let's go live to our Baptist Orthodontics mobile studios. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you today, and we're coming to you live on a special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show here on this day after election 2018. It's a huge day throughout Central Florida and throughout America, and we have a very special occasion which we are very pleased and be proud and proud to be a part of and that is the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall presentation which is here in Apopka and we're coming to you live from Kitland Nelson Park in the heart of downtown Apopka right on Park Avenue I'm joined by Joe Ferraro of course we're going to be speaking with some military veterans throughout our program today and we're going to be sharing with you and telling you about this wonderful display of the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall. We'll also have some background and history on the Vietnam Memorial Wall and tell you about the various uh, the long list of activities that will be taking place today and throughout all Veterans Day weekend uh, as we celebrate our veterans here, and especially we're doing that in a very big way in Apopka with the Vietnam moving traveling memorial wall. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Bill Spiegel uh, of Apopka Rotary and of many other uh, aspects of life in Apopka and Central Florida. Bill has been literally working on trying to arrange this moving wall display traveling Vietnam memorial display for Apopka specifically for for over year, several years now. Yeah. And it uh, takes a lot of hard work, a lot of cloud, if you will. It's a, a lot of um, just ability to make things happen to, for this wall to be here right here in Apopka at Kitland Nelson Park. And we really appreciate Bill and all of his efforts. And especially, um, it's also a major project of Apopka Rotary. We've got a lot of volunteers out here, Roger, a lot of veterans, a lot of just hometown Apopka folks helping to actually piece the wall together. Now, if you happen to hear us and you want to come out and give a hand, do it now. Come on out. We're pleased to be joined by right now Bill Boyd, Vietnam veteran and community leader in Apopka. Bill, thank you for joining us today and thank you for your service. Well, it's my pleasure to join you for a few minutes. Uh, as I said, I'm a Vietnam veteran. We have 58,000 names on that wall. And with 58,000 names on the wall, uh, I'm just thankful I'm not one of them because during my tours in Vietnam, uh, I wasn't always successful in completing it because my wife had to take care of me when I got out of the hospitals, and, but she did. And there's so many people over there that gave their lives. There's so many people that did that so that we can have all the freedoms that we want today. 
And that is something that I'm wholly grateful for because I love the freedoms that we have. I love everything about this country. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful place to be. And here at Kitland Park, they have this beautiful flag thing set up where people can walk down a whole row of flags. And you can't help but feel an awesome sense of pride when you come through here. We're proud and honored that you're joining us today on our program, our, our special presentation, as we share with all of Central Florida about the wonderful events taking place today, and they'll be taking place over the entire Veterans Day weekend right here at Kitland Nelson Park in the heart of downtown Apopka. It's the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall, and it will be in town and available for viewing 24 hours a day starting from 6 p.m. today until 8 p.m. on Sunday, November the 11th. We're all, we'll be telling you more about the things that are here as well. But right now, I want to let you know that we're also pleased to be joined by Sergeant Steve Brick of Apopka Police Department, Lieutenant Steve Brick of Apopka Police Department. He just re he reduced <laughs> your rank in a heartbeat. That's all right. As long as he doesn't reduce my pay, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Steve, and uh, you know, really happy to have you uh, join us as well. And just like to have you share your thoughts about, first of all, Veterans Day, and especially this wonderful event of having the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall here in Apopka. I'm just, I'm in awe of the community support. The, um, you know, 32 and a half years in the military, and. Uh, this is probably outside of a, a military active duty base, the the best um, celebration I've ever seen in my life, and I, I just I'm in awe out here to see the uh, three fifth scale of the Vietnam Memorial, the helicopter, the submarine, and and all the military memorabilia out here. It's it's just gives me goosebumps. We're very pleased that you're joining us today. I want to thank you for your service, both to the United States military and to the, the Apopka Police Department. That well, was my honor. We'll be going back to Bill Boyd and Lieutenant Steve Brick of the Apopka Police Department in just a moment. Before we do, I want to tell you just a little bit more about the various activities that will be taking place over starting you know, basically now um, through Sunday, November the 11th. It's the Vietnam traveling memorial wall okay we have we have another veteran who'll be joining us okay want just come over here and stand here sir and we'll get right to you um that's right that's right i think steve, steve can share his microphone with you and uh, we'll sure we'll get we'll get you here in just a second the wall will be available for viewing 24 hours a day from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. In addition to the display, there will be a display of military vehicles, including helicopters, a replica submarine, and American flag honor walk with over 100 flags. That's up right now, and that is incredibly impressive. Yeah, they did a very nice job on that. And for those that don't know, the mobile Vietnam Wall is 300 feet long, 6 feet high, come out you had to see this i i had the pleasure of going on an honor flight to washington dc and got to see the actual vietnam wall powerful moving and also want to let you know that during the static display the apopka's apopka's vfw post 10147 will conduct a service honoring all veterans and that'll be at 11 a.m on sunday november the 11th and that will include a military flyover now, now let's go back to our guest, our honored guest, 
on today's edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And as I said before, we're coming to you live from Kentland Nelson Park in the heart of downtown Apopka, right here on Park Avenue. And I want to also thank Mayor Brian Nelson for uh, you know, lining up our guest today. It's pretty. That's a pretty uh, uh, high-powered executive producer we have today. Joe. You know, <laughs> you're absolutely. I was just about to say that you couldn't find a better executive producer than the mayor of Apopka. Now let's go back. Now we have a new veteran joining us, and sir, can you please state state your name and, and your rank? And uh, you know, okay, if you could just you know speak into the microphone, please, and tell us your name. My name is Louis Boria, B-O-R-I-A. Thank you for being here, and thank you for your service. You're welcome, sir. Semper Fi, brother. And can you tell us a little bit about uh, your branch, your service when you entered the service of the United States military? Start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, I went into the Marine Corps in 1943. We've got an hour, so. I went into the Marine Corps in 1943. I was only 16 years old, and I had forged my age to get in. So anyway, when I got to the, uh, got past the physical and everything, then got down for the induction. When I went down for the induction, they had us line up, one behind the other. And then this guy from the Navy comes out. He says, I need 10 guys. And they counted off 10, and I'm one of the 10. So I told him, no, I ain't going to the Navy. So the guy said, you go where we tell you to go. <laughs> I said, well, I ain't going to the Navy. I figured I'd tell him, I'm also 16, so I'll tell him, you know. So anyway, <laughs> the thing is, they call a cop, they bring the cops down. And I said, hey, I don't know what the heck you guys are. I didn't say I didn't want to go into service. I said, I said, I didn't want to go into the Navy. So he said, well, what do you, I said, I want to go in the Marines. So this corporal was, Marine corporal was going by. He says, he's mine. Well, what a great story. Thank you for sharing that with us yeah. on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now let's go back to Bill Boyd. And Bill, He's can mine. you share with us how you came you know, to join the, the service, the military, during the Vietnam era? Well, actually, I joined the service in 1960 uh, and was in the infantry the majority of the time. And uh, later, uh, when I was not an advisor working with people overseas uh, in Vietnam. We also, they talked me into going to flight school so I could fly helicopters long enough to find out that they only wanted <laughs> scout pilots. And a scout pilot is not one of the safer jobs in the world, but it's there. In, in uh, fact, if I'm not mistaken, it's one of the most lethal during the Vietnam War, if I'm not yes, it Yes, it was, but... Uh, and I give much thanks to God and everybody else because I survived the war. Uh, I came out, and I am disabled, but I came out of the war. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm healthy. And my wife nursed me back to health, got me healthy, and I uh, said, oh, okay, now you can do all the yard work. <laughs> she had an ulterior yeah. motive. You, you also stole part of my thunder because Sunday at 11, that's going to be, I know we're competing with a lot of churches, but that's going to be a fantastic ceremony. People should come out for that. Bill Boyd, now, and Bill, um, yeah, how long were you uh, in recuper recuperating from your, in from your wounds well, in I, Vietnam? I spent 14 years in the service, and then I recuperated for approximately eight months, which is I'm healthy. I can't complain at all. The VA has taken very good care of me. Now let's go back to Sergeant, excuse me, Lieutenant Steve Brick of the Apopka Police Department. And you said a 32-year military veteran as well. Yes. 
and, and Bill, Bill Boyd's going to have to leave us now, but he'll be back, I think, later on the Our Hometown with Debbie. Most Obama likely, program, I hope later so. This afternoon. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for your service. It's Thank an you, honor Bill. to have you join us today. Lieutenant Steve Brick. Yeah, I'll let uh, Joe <laughs> Here do we the go. Uh, introduction. <laughs> Steve is fine. I'm going to wind up in jail before this is all over. No. <laughs> Just, you'll have tickets on your car, pal. I'll tell you that. Steve is really more than adequate. Thank you. And uh, we like to honor the, the, the rank the, that you honor hold. Honor the service. A absolutely. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on your show. And, and you are the tallest cop in a popkin, aren't you? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. What, eight foot three? <laughs> I tell people five foot eighteen. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it, for some listening, uh, I've been told, nah. Five foot eighteen. <laughs> yeah, because what, what, what you're doing, you're making them think. Can you some, some of your thoughts about, first of all, this wonderful opportunity that our Popka community has had to have the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall? It's again. I, I am in awe of the outpouring of support and the number of people it takes to put this event on is is staggering. And the outpouring of support from all the veterans groups and uh, the the Apopka Rotary, the City of Apopka, uh, Mayor Nelson, Chief McKinley. Uh, uh, Chief Carnicelli from the fire department, you know, everybody has been on board 100% to, to make this happen. And anytime we've needed something, anytime there was a change, you know, in something this large, things, you know, kind of get sticky. And there was never anyone that, that said, no, we're going to cut this out or that out. What do we need to do to make it happen? And it, it all came together this morning. Um, and I'm just proud. I'm proud to be uh, a veteran and I'm I'm so proud to have been allowed to represent the citizens of Apopka and, and to serve the citizens of Apopka for the last 26 years as a, in the police officer. Well, we appreciate everything that you do both on the Apopka Police Department and especially your service in the United States military. And for friends, I think it's a good time for us to take our first break. We'll come back from Kitland Nelson Park in the heart of downtown Apopka on Park Avenue as with the Roger Franklin Williams Show, today's special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. We are celebrating the appearance of the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall right here in Apopka and it'll be part of uh, all weekend long festivities highlighting and celebrating Veterans Day. Please stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to Roger Franklin Williams live from Kitland Nelson Park. The arrival of the traveling Vietnam Memorial Wall. And now let's go live to the Baptiste Orthodontics Mobile Studios. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to have you joining us on this very special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're coming to you live, actually, from Kitland Nelson Park in the heart of downtown Apopka Park Avenue at the corner of Orange Avenue. We are celebrating we are Veterans Day in America, and we, along with many people in the Apopka community and throughout Central Florida, are celebrating the appearance of the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall right here in Apopka. The first time ever 
in Apopka, and it will be here through the entire Veterans Day weekend at Kitland Nelson Park, located at 35 South Park Avenue, Apopka. I want to thank Baptiste Orthodontics for sponsoring this weekend of Veterans Day programming, uh, highlighting the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall right here on 1520 WBZW. And I want to let you know about our other sponsors, our sponsors as well, and they include, of course, Florida Door Solutions. In fact, we saw Bill Cook here a few minutes ago. Bill was part of the, the ride that brought the wall uh, over to Apopka from the airport to Kitland Nelson Park. Viet, want to give a shout out to our friends Vito Fira and Network Sound and Video. Of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, BurnFatOrlando.com, and Steve White and the gang over at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. All of them salute our veterans and salute the entire weekend of festivities coming to you from Kitland Nelson Park. <laughs> um, we'll go back to our veterans, and um, we're pleased to be joined by Sergeant Louis Boria, United States Marine Corps. Sergeant Boria served in World War II and Korea. His son was a Vietnam veteran. In fact, his son lost his life in service in Vietnam. He comes from a large family of veterans. His father was in the Navy. His brother was also a Marine as well. We're also pleased to be joined by Lieutenant Stephen Brick of the Apaka Police Department. <laughs> and, you got it right. And we're laughing because I keep butchering. I got his actual title correct the first time for the first time today. And uh, Steve was a 32-year veteran of the United States military as well. I'm a retired chief master sergeant in the U.S. Air Force. I retired from the reserves. I did uh, close to 15 years of active duty. And let's go back to oh. Sergeant Louis Boria now. And you know, Sergeant Boria, you, you, was, you were telling us about how you came to become a, a, become a United States Marine. That was a very colorful story. And when we went to break, you had told, shared with us about how you had actually quit school at 16 to join the service during World War II, 1943. And when it came time to be inducted, uh, they were going to put you into the Navy. And, and you, I guess, uh, you know, rebelled against that. And it's a great story there. But can you tell us about, uh, you shared with us off the air about why you, you know, didn't want to go into the Navy? Yeah. First off, I want to bring out it and I'm not anything against the guys in the Navy. It just happened that I was, where I lived, I was three blocks away from the main entrance to the Brooklyn Navy Yard, so that all the traffic going in and out, all the ships coming in during the war, and that, all these guys going on Liberty, coming back and coming by my house. And these guys were rowdy, a lot of times drunk, and, you know, we, there was a playground close by where we used to go play records with, and sit with the girls, and then they'd want to come in and, you know, start messing around with us, uh, calling us draft dodgers and all kinds of stuff, you know, but, but we were only kids. So anyway, we used to get into fights with them all the time. Uh, you know, that's why I, I, felt, I felt the way I felt about the Navy guys, but, you know, I, how I picked the Marines was... The, to be in the Navy, the, all the gates and everything are all banned by Marines. And the patrols on the, on the bars and the streets were, were Marines. So I used to see all these guys, the real sharp looking, you know. So I think that's what I wanted to be, a yes, Marine. Yes, they are. But I got a better story to tell. When I got, 
Like I said, I had to go through the draft board because my mom wouldn't sign for me. So I told him I was 16, you know, my mom. And, uh, anyway, I told my if you don't let me go, I'm not going to go. I got to jump Merchant Marine or something, but I got to go. So anyway, she didn't bother me, and I went to the draft board and registered that I was 18. After I got drafted, I sent to Paris Island. When I got to Paris Island, the drill instructors come out, and they're just checking the... You know, roster started calling in. Anybody was drafted into the Marines during World War II, the serial number started with a 9-0. So he's looking at the, he comes to my name and he sees, and he sees 9-0, you know, my serial number, 90683. He says, you're a draftee? You come into my Marine Corps, a draftee? <laughs> and I don't want to tell you the language that he used. <laughs> This guy never let up on me from the day I went to boot camp because I was a draft, drafted into the Then I couldn't volunteer. You got that yellow streak. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, on and on and on. 12 weeks of boot camp. At the end of the 12 weeks, we graduated. We're in the barracks, packing up, getting ready to get 10 day leave. He comes into the squad bay. He yells out my name. Boria, get your buns outside, dog. That this guy, he's got more to do with me, you know. So I come running out, stand out of attention. Then he, he sticks his hand out and grabs it, shakes my hand. He tells me, you're going to be a good Marine. I almost standing out. That's it was awesome. like if they had planned the Congressional Medal of Honor on me. <laughs> this guy he shook my hand. Out of all the guys, I was called me out and shook my hand. So I was, I was a real thrill for me. It's a wonderful story, hey, a wonderful real-world story about service in the United States Marine Corps and especially service during World War II from Sergeant Louis Boria, who served in the Marine Corps with, in addition to World War II in Korea as well. And let's go back to Lieutenant Steve Brick of Apopka Police Department. Steve, can you tell us about how you came to, to, to serve in the military? Well, um, unlike Lou... My mom did allow me to sign up at 16, but she wouldn't let me go active duty. So between my junior and senior year of high school, I went to Army basic training. And, uh, and, and where was that? Where were you? Fort, Fort Knox, Kentucky, uh, home of First Armored. And uh, then after I came home, finished my senior high school, then went back to uh, active duty to Fort McClellan, Alabama, to military police school. And then uh, the intention was for me to come back and, uh, you know, stay in the reserves a little while, which, which I did. And uh, I went a couple semesters to Seminole Community College and uh, just... Uh, I was a police officer at 19 years old uh, and decided, you know, I was probably a little young, but needed, need a little more. So I, but I knew I didn't want to go active duty in the army. Uh, and I like, cause I had been stationed. Uh, we did took a trip to Biggs army airfield, which is, uh, outside of Fort bliss that the air force had. And, uh, I liked how the air force lived and I liked how they were treated. So if I was going to go active country duty, club. Yes, sir. Well, Steak compared, for dinner. Compared to the other services, yes. We got a submarine. Okay, now we've got the mayor. Brian Nelson is back joining us, and he's got some more veterans for us to talk to. Yeah, just bring, bring him on over. Come on. We got Captain Bob coming up. Bob Rosen. Thank you, sir. Nothing like a good shot in the head. Thank you for your service, sir. 
And, and here's uh, Captain Bob Rosen, a Navy veteran. And before Sergeant Louis Borea leaves, I want to let you know that he has was awarded two Purple Hearts for uh, service in for wounds suffered in uh, the Philippines and in Korea. Uh, now, uh, go back to Lieutenant Steve Brick of Apopka Police Department and military veteran, Air Force veteran. Why don't you uh, introduce our next distinguished guest that Mayor Nelson has brought over well, on the Roger Franklin Williams Show? I was just saying uh, a good friend of mine who I met through Rotary and community service here, uh, we, I call him Captain Bob, his, his, Captain Bob Rosen, retired Navy submarine captain, and I believe Vietnam and Korea? Not Korea, no. Vietnam. Korea, yeah, 58 to 88. Wow. 30 years active duty. Yeah. Well, thank you wow. for being here with us, certainly, Bob Rosen. And I, mean, I, know. I can tell you about what he had on his... Submarine, the amount of firepower he had. Yeah, uh, we, I was on uh, two diesel submarines uh, qualified uh, back in the 60s, and executive officer of the USS Cerrago uh, qualified on the USS Cutlass. Uh, both of those boats were commissioned in 1945, just before the end of the Second World War. And I graduated college in 1958 and immediately was commissioned an ensign in the Navy and went to uh, an aircraft carrier, the USS Randolph, an attack carrier for one year. And you couldn't go to submarine school until you spent, as an officer, you had to go at sea and qualify as officer of the deck underway in those days. And nowadays, they've relaxed that some. But uh, I spent one year on, that was during the um, Lebanon crisis in 1958. So we sailed uh, off the coast of Lebanon and then made a six month Mediterranean patrol on the uh, carrier and came back and I went to sub school. And uh, from then on, the next 29 years, I was in the submarine force, not all the time at sea. And they even let us uh, come up sometimes. Uh, <laughs> to breathe some air. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, and I uh, was then eventually went to the uh, commissioning crew of the USS Kamehameha, uh, King Kamehameha of the Hawaiian Islands. And uh, we built a ship in Mare Island, California, and uh, in uh, the Mare Island Shipyard in Vallejo, California. And then I made three gold crew patrols uh, as weapons officer on the USS Kamehameha. And we lived in Hawaii at the time. So we'd spend a, a, a month in Guam getting ready to go on patrol, two months at sea, totally submerged, never coming up, uh, and then go back to uh, Hawaii for three months off for R&R &R and retraining. And then that cycle, I made three of those uh, cycles. Wow, thank you for great insights into the real world, what people really do when they when, the, when they serve in, in the yeah. And now you know why I joined the Air Force. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, I was just thinking that. No, no before we, we need to take a break right now, we'll come back in just a moment. And uh, Mr. Rosen, I'll, I'd like to get your correct rank once again. Captain U.S. Navy, retired. That's a full bird in the Marine Corps. Yeah, I'm a, right. I've learned through uh, experience I need to get these uh, titles right. Because I was stationed the, the on listeners, Guam. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Listeners catch it and they don't like it when I don't refer to these guys by their official military title. And I'm glad that they 
you know, keep our, my feet to the fire on that well, one. Well, you know, he is a lieutenant. He has <laughs> bars. Stop. I, I, I'm Steve. I've known you guys for a long time, but I appreciate it. Thank well, you. Well, friends, we're going to go to our next break. We're coming to you live from Kitland Nelson Park. It's We're highlighting Veterans Day weekend and specifically the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall, which is in Apopka and will be here through Monday located 35 South Park Avenue in Kitland Nelson Park, sponsored by the Rotary Club of Apopka. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. You're listening to Roger Franklin Williams live from Kitland Nelson Park, the arrival of the traveling Vietnam Memorial Wall. And now let's go live to the Baptist Orthodox Mobile Studios. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back. Today's special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's always great to be with you. It's especially great to be with you today as we have this very special program coming to you live from Kitland Nelson Park, located 35 South Park Avenue, Apopka, for the presentation of the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall presented by the Rotary Club of Apopka. And I want to tell you, before we go back to our special guest right now, Bob Rosen, Captain U.S. Navy, retired, and hear more about his distinguished military career as a submariner in the United States Navy. I want to once again update you on the various activities that will be taking place over the weekend right here in Apopka at Kitland Nelson Park and Apopka in general, general to salute and honor veteran, our veterans on Veterans Day 2018. The Traveling, the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall will be available for viewing 24 hours a day starting 6 p.m. today until 8 p.m. Sunday on November the 11th. In addition to the display of military vehicles, there will be helicopters, a replica submarine, and an American flag honor walk with over 100 flags. In fact, it's up right now, and it is a very impressive sight. In fact, you can probably see it as you drive by on Park Avenue. During the static display, Apopka's VFW Post 10147 will conduct a service honoring all veterans at 11 a.m. on Sunday, November the 11th, and that will include a military flyover. The wall is a three-by-five scale of the Vietnam Memorial Wall in Washington, D.C. It stands six feet tall at the center and covers over 300 feet end to end. And now we'll tell you, be telling you more about various activities that take place as we go forward. But right now, I want to let you know, let's go back to Captain Bob Rosen, United States Navy, retired. And, Bob, you know, you were telling us about your service uh, in, the, in the submarine corps. And can you tell us about how... You, and I believe you said you, you enlisted in 1958, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Commissioned in 1958. What were the circumstances that you know, led you to, to want to, to be in the United States military, in the United States Navy specifically? Well, my brother was in the U.S. Uh, Army. Uh, he was four and a half years older than me, and he became a career Army officer. And uh, just I graduated Columbia College in New York uh, in 1958. And just at that time, Run Silent, Run Deep, the uh, Navy's uh, movie came out. And that had the same effect for submariners that Top Gun had yeah. for pilots many years later. Very and good movie. Excellent movie. And I saw that, and I couldn't go directly into submarines. I actually took the flight physical to become a jet uh, jockey at Pensacola, but my father suggested I go out on a carrier and see if I really wanted to be a Navy pilot. 
and my father got smarter the older I got. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, that's for everybody. Yes. You think yes. about it. So I, I did go out on an uh, aircraft carrier, the USS Randolph, an attack carrier, and uh, for, spent one year on it and decided at that time to go submarines rather than flight school. And I, I've never regretted that uh, since then. Uh, I started to talk, I believe, before about the USS Kamehameha. Made three gold crew p patrols on that. And on one, they pulled us back in uh, and selected three missiles at random, changed the warheads, this is mid-patrol, to a, 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 what do you call it, a, a dummy warhead that's instrumented. And we went back out south of the equator and fired three missiles to see, to test them. And two of them went down range uh, about uh, 3,000 miles and hit right within their circular error probability. Nice. The third one, as soon as it came out of the water, the uh, first stage uh, exploded and right above us in the water. We didn't even hear it, but uh, it didn't affect us any down below. But it was interesting. It, uh, they had to do some corrections on those. When they let us ashore, I had some very good shore duty, too. I was the Secretary of the Navy's liaison to the House and Senate uh, subcommittees on appropriations. And one of my buddies uh, was John McCain. He was a Navy captain. He and I were at the Pentagon. He was with Office of Legislative Affairs. He had all the other committees, and I had the appropriations, defense appropriations subcommittees. Very interesting. Great duty. We're hearing from... Captain Bob Rosen, United States Navy, retired on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. It's part of our coverage of and celebration of Veterans Day this year, and it's part of the coverage that you'll be hearing all day long right here pretty much on 1520 WBCW. We want to remind you we're coming to you live today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show at from Kentland Nelson Park, 35 South Park Avenue in the heart of Apopka, and we are celebrating in, in um sharing with you about the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall, which literally just arrived here at Kitland Nelson Park. An hour ago. As we were about to go on the air, and um, it will be here in, through Sunday evening. And once again, I want to let you know that you can, from six, starting 6 p.m. tonight through Sunday, about 8 p.m., you can come and visit the Traveling Vietnam Memorial Wall right here at Kitland Nelson Park. I uh, also want to let you know that give a shout out to Baptiste Orthodontics. They are our presenting sponsor for all of our programming here, highlighting the visiting Vietnam Memorial Wall here in Apopka at Kitland Nelson Park. Also, want to remind you that later this afternoon, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m., Debbie O'Brien will be right here at Kitland Nelson Park. Uh, with more Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall festivities and let you know that um, that American Adversaries will be here af after Debbie in, our, at 6 p.m. On our sister station, WORL 660, The Answer. So it's a great day of celebration, highlighting and celebrating our veterans. And, of course, we'll be we're talking to veterans right now and hearing their experiences on the Roger Franklin Williams show. Captain, if you don't mind, I want, uh, in the same vein as run silent, run deep, what did you think about Crim uh, Crimson Tide? Very, uh, actually, uh, the command chain is kind of sacrosanct. That was an interesting uh, movie, but uh, you don't get that kind of arguments, uh, drawing guns and right. putting people under arrest. A submarine is a very small world, and you're all in the same boat, literally. And uh, 
that particular submarine, I think they were, uh, the commanding officer was a little intransigent. I think he would have taken the time to actually verify, because he could have launched. You're, uh, when you're down below, you're an assured, destructive uh, machine. No one can find you, so another yeah. 10 minutes is not going to make a big difference. Uh, the only thing is, if you're shooting at uh, silos, they may have launched, so you're shooting at empty holes. But uh, we don't fire at preemptive. We fire in response to uh, an attack. So they, they probably would have already gone. So what we're doing is getting the other targets. It's a very interesting question, though. But no, I, I, that, that, I, that scenario would never happen. And if I'm not mistaken, for our listeners who didn't see the movie, what Crimson Tide, that uh, dealt with, uh, with a, a mutiny, if you will, on the submarine. Is yes. that correct? Yes. Gene Hackman, Denzel Washington, outstanding film. It was. It really was. And, and of yeah. course, uh, Red October, Hunt for Red October, another classic <laughs> submarine movie. And right now, Hunter Killer is out in the in the theaters right now, and that's an excellent movie. Is it? I, I it have is. not seen that yet, but it's on the list. Yeah, but in both Hunter Killer and in uh, Hunt for Red October, uh, I would caution that you don't really run around in very close canyons at, at those speeds on any submarine. You're going to hit the wall. You're going to run into something. Uh, that's a little bit uh, yeah, unbelievable. Dramatic license, as yeah, Hollywood yeah, does. Yeah, exactly. I was on the boat that did the famous 70-degree up-angle. Yep, okay. When I got into all this talking. Yeah. That's the, that's the only way everybody in the pop is going to be able to hear you. <laughs> yeah, you can bring yeah, it we, over We don't you. want to keep you to ourselves. We want every, all of our audience. I was on you. the boat that did the famous 70-degree up-angle. And then went down about 300 feet. Almost ripped the bow planes off. And it got used on the program, Silent Service. It was on the, in the beginning of every movie that they had. Nice. And we did all the different submarine cruises that went during World War II. Yeah, that's, a, that's something on submarines. When you come up at a large angle, you're going to go back down, and your stern is going to be well, way down. Yeah, but this was a diesel submarine. Yeah. And then, so that's even heavier. And, now we're, and then we were being built when the threshold went down, the Benjamin Franklin, and we had the first emergency blow system. Theirs was only three inches wide. Ours was five inches wide. But it was the emergency blow. It was separate than a normal blow. And uh, we did that first emergency blow, and it was... Uh, they had it on Hunt for Red October. Yes. Another great, great film. Great World World Council. Well, friends, we're going to go to our next break. When we come back, we'll continue to yeah, come to you. Your Frank and Williams show from Kitland, Nelson Park, 35 South Park Avenue in Apopka, highlighting the, appear the arrival of the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall. It will be here through Sunday evening at 6 p.m. right here at Kitland, Nelson Park as part of the city of Apopka and the Apopka communities festivities celebrating Veterans Day 2018 and honoring our veterans. You look, before we go to break, I want to let you know, of course, that all the programming you hear today highlighting the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall are presented by Baptiste Orthodontics. And in fact, I encourage you to visit their new office, which is right across the street from Kitland Nelson Park. I'm looking at it right now. It's at 12 South Park Avenue. And we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show special Veterans Day celebration. 
arrival of the Traveling Vietnam Memorial Wall with Roger Franklin Williams live from the Baptist Orthodontics Mobile Studios. Now here's Roger. Welcome back to today's special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We are proud, pleased, and honored to be coming to you live from Kitland Nelson Park, 35 South Park Avenue in the heart of downtown Apopka as we highlight the arrival of the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall to Kitland Nelson Park. It arrived about an hour ago, just about the time we were getting ready to go on the air, and it will be here through Sunday as the Apopka community celebrates and honors our veterans on this Veterans Day 2018. Before we go back to our distinguished guest, Navy, U.S. Navy veterans, Bob Ro Captain Bob Rosen and Frank Spina, Senior Chief Torpedo Man. We'll want to let you know about a few of the more activities that will be taking place. And of course, I want to remind you also and let you know that our hometown with Debbie Bryan will be right here from Kitland Nelson Park today from 3 to 5. And also the American Adversaries and Christopher Hart at 6 p.m. Joe Ferraro is also joining me, of course, today. And I want to thank Joe for his service in the United States Marine Corps. Thank you for your service, Joe. You're most welcome. I had fun. I'd do it again, but they won't let me. They said I'm too old. Can you believe do, do that? They, do they want you back? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they do. What's the one on this well, you know what? What I'm finding very impressive. Submarine. You also not only do we have military vehicles and a submarine here. You've got guys in costume, World War II costumes, walking around. Well, obviously they're authentic uniforms, but as it goes today, it's a costume. And before we go back to our veterans, I do, you know, just want to give you a little bit more background. At 10 a.m. today, the, press, the procession for the wall started at Orlando North Airport on 441 in Zellwood, and it headed south you know, throughout the Popka community. It, it turned on Vic Road, where Popka Elementary kids were waving flags as the wall passed by. It continued to Martin Street, and ran past Popka High School, where the high school students at Popka High did the same. And it continued on to Park Avenue this morning. I had a chance to speak with Bill Cook of Florida Door Solutions, who was part of that motorcycle processional with the wall. And he said it was just an absolutely awe-inspiring event. And it took 15 miles an hour coming up 429 from the airport. You know that had upset a number of different drivers, especially if you got stuck behind them. Because they had the whole, literally the whole highway blocked, completely surrounding left, right, front, and back of the procession. Later today, there will be a Navy helicopter flyover at 5 p.m. at Kitland Nelson Park. And at 5.30 p.m., the Apopka High School Band will be playing patriotic songs leading to the opening ceremonies, which will take off, kick off tonight at 6 p.m. right here at Kitland Nelson Park. Now let's go back to our veterans. Captain Bob Rosen, United States Navy, retired. And Frank Spina, Senior Chief Torpedo Man of the United States Navy. And, you know, Captain Retarded. Rosen... Yes, uh, during, the, <laughs> during the Second World War, we lost 52 submarines, mostly with all hands. Since then, we've lost two Thresher-class submarines, the Thresher and the Scorpion. If you come uh, to visit here uh, during this weekend, or from now through Sunday, you'll see a model of the Thresher-class submarine. One side is a memorial to the Thresher, which went down in 1963 with all hands, and the Scorpion, 1968, with all hands. That's so, not the actual size, right? No, no, it's a scale model. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. I was going to say, boy, that's awful small. Yeah. <laughs> o only me could fit in it. <laughs> 
now. So I'd, I invite everybody to come down and take a look at it. And if you do miss it, it will be in the Christmas parade in Apopka on December 8th. Uh, from uh, 10 to 12. So you're invited to come to that also. And we'll be broadcasting that live right here on 1520 WBZW as we did last year and the previous year. Also presented by Baptiste Orthodontics yes, yes, and our friend uh, Aubrey Firm well. Foundation. Now, I'd like to go now to Senior Chief Torpedo Man Retired Frank Spina. And Mr. Spina, can you t tell us, I mean, that certainly sounds like it's a very interesting duty. Can you talk about your role? Would you like to share about your role as a a chief torpedo man in the Navy. Well, tell everybody what you what it is. What it is is we push in these torpedoes, which are going to destroy our enemy, and we push it in on the diesel boats back to back. We'd put our feet on the rudders, and the other guy be in the <laughs> where the torpedo used to sit, and we push it in because we could only pull it in so far with with the chainfall, but. Most of us all have L3 and L4 gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And anyway. for, those that, for those that don't know, he's the guy that's loading it in there. They, in the torpedo tube. Exactly. Right. And uh, we had one other thing that it wasn't so hot. On the boomers, the FBM submarines, fleet ballistic missile submarine. We had three crews on there. We had the blue crew, the gold crew, and the other Anytime there was something wrong, they say, who did it? And we all say, the other. <laughs> we, we used to say for uh, when anything went wrong and uh, you call a torpedo and you said, well, he can fix it. Just give him a bigger hammer. <laughs> or, or give him some gilly. Gilly is 190 proof. <laughs> that was in the old uh, torpedo. The old, the old one. The, the, the low-tech Navy back, back yes. in the day. Well, we don't have any more of the diesel submarines in service in the United States Navy. But They're all nuclear now. But a lot of the countries have them now. They're yes. renewed. They're using the technology of the nuclear submarine. The air, the water, everything. And the Germans did that. Now, I'd like to go back to Frank Spina, Senior Chief Torpedo Man, United States Navy, retired. And can you talk about the years that you served and how you came to uh, to join the service? Yes, I was in college at the time and uh, I was going to be a teacher. And in the, uh, and where, where was that? Where were you located? Brooklyn, Brooklyn College. <laughs> anyway, I was going to be Mike, my uncle, who was a, a hero of World uh, Korean War. He got a silver star. He was in artillery, and they were in the back. But there was only two survivors out of his whole group, and he got wow. the Silver Star. But anyway, when I went aboard submarines, I, I looked at We were greeted by the torpedo. And when I went down the torpedo and hatch, I went up by the torpedo tubes, and I heard noise going on. And I looked down underneath the torpedoes, and there was three submarine guys there, torpedo men. And they all were drinking coffee. But I found out later that coffee <laughs> had the booze in it. <laughs> anyway, I went back and they saw a fireman stripe on my uh, uniform and they made me an engineman. I went back there and I said, no, this is not going to work. They made us little guys always bring all the coffee cans and, the, and they were heavy. And you had to put them outside the torpedo tubes. Not the torpedo tubes. Outside where the torpedoes were sitting on the, on the, the whatchamacallit. 
And uh, I says, every time we pulled in the port, we were always working. And we always said the same guys leave at 0900. Wow. And I said, who are they? And they were the torpedo men. And I said, that's what I want to be. <laughs> it, you know, Joe, I, it's very interesting to hear of the of the four veterans we've spoken to today, uh, right now, who we're speaking right to right now, Frank Spina, Senior Chief Torpedo Man, United States Navy, retired. Captain Bob Rosen, United States Navy, retired earlier. Lieutenant Steve Brick of Apopka Police Department, also a, a longtime uh, Air Force veteran and earlier Sergeant Louis Boria of the Marines. Each one of these individuals, these men's, men have had their own unique story about how they came to, to play the role that they did and actually even choose the branch that they did, which I think is very, very fascinating. I have one Frank thing Spina. more. We worked, me and Captain Bob here, we worked for the state unemployment office, and we were there to get veterans' jobs. And uh, Captain Bob worked for me, not me for him. <laughs> And he was good at talking, and he would go out and find jobs for the veterans. We outdid the civilians there trying to get jobs. We beat them, and they didn't like us because of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's a very important role as well, because we yes, help the yeah. veterans you know, reacclimate back into civilian life. For the right. job service. Uh... We helped them with their disability claims, too. And uh, you, we're, we're, unfortunately, we're down in our just final couple of minutes here on the Roger Franklin Williams show. I do want to remind you before we have to go about the activities that will be taking place from now throughout the rest of the day right here at Kitland Nelson Park. And in fact, throughout the rest of the weekend through Sunday evening, we're celebrating the arrival of the Vietnam Traveling Memorial Wall to Apopka. And we are coming to you live from where it is located at 35 South Park Avenue. And it's all sponsored by the Rotary Club of Apopka. And also want to let you know that uh, festivities will be taking place from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. today. And then the actual um, ceremonies will begin at 6 p.m. this afternoon. The wall will be available for viewing 24 hours a day from 6 p.m. today until 8 p.m. Sunday on November the 11th. And there'll be a variety of activities taking place from now through 8 p.m. on Sunday evening. want to let you know that Debbie O'Brien will be back here at 3 p.m. with our hometown with Debbie O'Brien. And Chris Hart and the American Adversaries will be here starting at 6 p.m. I want to thank all our veterans who joined us today. I especially want to thank Mayor Brian Nelson for helping to arrange our guests on our program today. And I want to thank... Captain Bob Rosen, United States Navy, retired for joining us. And thank you for your service, sir. Thank Frank Spina, Senior Chief Portito, Torpedo Man in the Navy, for joining us. And for Lewis, Sergeant Louis Boria. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.